Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hi, I'm Dan Day. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Feliz Noche Buena. I think I've covered all the holidays for now. No, tomorrow there will be more and more and more and more and more. It's always a celebration here on the best of the Joe Show because I bring you some good gifts every single day. What do I have in store for you on the way? Joe Rose Show, those guys are on vacation, but Dave Hyde, no more Kelly, step up. Talk to Don Bailey Jr. about him getting ready for Shreveport. Uh, Dan Lebetard Show, they talked to my guy Marcus Spears. He and I went to LSU together. Then Hawk and Crowder, they're on vacation, but no worries. Alex Dano and Rashad Butler, they step in and get you in the holiday spirit. Right now, though, going to get you into some headlines. Manny Diaz was expected to announce Miami's starting QB for the Independence Bowl today, but did not. The U takes on Louisiana Tech Thursday at 4. Behind Jimmy Butler's 20 points, the Heat defeated Utah last night, 107-104. Miami is a league-best 13-1 at home. Green Bay defeated Minnesota 23-10 on Monday Night Football. Dolphins finish the season in New England Sunday at 1. Sergey Bobrovsky allowed six goals in the Panthers' 6-1 loss to Tampa last night. Florida is off till Saturday when they play Detroit at the BB&T. One game on the bowl slate tonight, the SoFi Hawaii Bowl will kick off at 8 and features Hawaii versus BYU. Marshawn Lynch has returned to the Seahawks. The running back played six games last season in Oakland and is expected to help Seattle with their playoff push. Christmas Day equals NBA basketball. Festivities start at noon with Boston in Toronto, followed by Milwaukee Philly, then Houston against Golden State. After that, it's Battle LA as the Lakers and Clippers go to war. Then the day is finished by the Zion Williamson-less Pelicans taking on Denver. Jets coach Adam Gase recently responded to fan criticism by saying that he did not care because he is rich as beep. New York is 6-9 and nine and finishes their season Sunday against Buffalo. And now, ooh, some Christmas Eve stepping into the day spa. <sighs> Wausau, Wisconsin is considering lifting a decade-long ban on throwing snowballs. Come on, lift the ban. This isn't communist China. A Milwaukee, Wisconsin bus driver recently gave two dogs a late-night ride home on her bus, reuniting them with their owners some two and a half miles from where she picked them up. Here's your dog. Now where's my bus fare? A Wisconsin police therapy dog named Ben recently stole presents the department was collecting for needy children. There's your therapy, kids. Life sucks. A Utah man recently had computer chips implanted in his hand that allow him to unlock his car, log onto his computer, enter his work building, and access Apple and Google Pay. His other hand has a magnet in it so he can do magic tricks. So one hand is for work and one is for play. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast is cloudy with temperatures dipping into the low 60s. It's another first at Hylia Park. It's the first ever National Horse Players Championship qualifier at Champion Simulcast Center and Sports Bar, including $10,000 in prize money. Join us Sunday, January 12th. Register now at HyliaPark.com. Won't you join the Joe Rose Show weekday mornings from 6 to 10? Joe Rose, he's on vacation. Zach Krantz, vacation. Hollywood, vacation. Biff, not on vacation. So he teamed up with Dave Hyde and Omar Kelly, and they got in touch with Don Bailey Jr., who is getting ready to head to the Independence Bowl. What do they talk about? 
Oh, they talked about heading on over to Shreveport. Yay. Players skipping bowls. Tyler Van Dyke in the QB situation at the U. And cannot justify FIU and FAMU losses. Those FAMU and FIU losses, not good. But in the end, they could be a big-time turning point. One of our favorites, if you've been listening to UM for years, Miami Hurricanes radio analyst, network analyst, Don Bailey Jr. Don, getting ready for Shreveport, huh? I'm getting ready for Shreveport and making sure my beautiful wife's got all the presents she wants under the tree. It's, they're, they're both a big challenge. Well, I've been to Shreveport, and that is a challenge. Not where anybody hoped this year would end up, but what do they accomplish in Shreveport? Well, I think that we're going to be fortunate enough to see some of these young kids play. You know, there's uh, it's about a half a dozen of them that have uh, can play in this game and not blow their red shirt. So I always look forward to that. Harvey, the defensive end, number 12, he's a guy that's got a couple games left i'm looking forward to him and there's some freshman defensive tackles that should get some playing time so that's important and it's obvious to me that the quarterback position those guys need as many games under their belt as they can get to get that thing stabilized so you know it's obvious that they need to work they need to work as well so anytime you get to play a game no matter where it is or what time of year it is i think it's a great opportunity obviously this is for development but but however we've got four draft prospects uh jonathan garvin trayvon hill uh, Jeff Thomas and linebacker Michael Pinckney who've all decided to skip the Independence Bowl. How do you feel about that decision, uh, Don? And and do you think it's wise for these this generation of draft prospects to skip bowl season? Well, the only way I can really answer that is that if I had a son and I was faced with that situation and he came to me, I would say you're playing in the football game. I said, you don't take this walk for three years and 11 games or 12 games or four years and or five years and then the last second we're going to make a decision that we're going to leave these guys that fought for you every single day and, and did what they could as a team and you bonded together and we're going to tap out for the last ball game in the name of the National Football League. That's just how I feel. Now, obviously, a guy that was brought up in a different era, I certainly can listen and try and understand uh, to their their thoughts on it. I, I think there's a couple different ways to look at it. I think if you are a bona fide first-round pick, then it's a different story than if you're a guy that's a free agent or a late-round pick. I think if you're a free agent and a late round pick, you better get on the field as many times as you can and try to put something on tape that's going to enhance your draft status. It's a lot different than being, you know, a top 20 pick in the National Football League than being a guy that may be an afterthought. Miami Hurricanes radio network analyst Don Bailey Jr. And uh, Don, we just had the signing date and the Dolph or the uh, Hurricanes signed a quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, that they came out and I I was surprised. They came out and basically said, wow, he's ready to compete. He can do a lot of things for us. Put it either A, they they really believe that or B we're putting the the you know pressure on Jaron Williams to play better. Which is it? And, can, we and say, can, can we say can we say see all of the above? You can do that. See all <laughs> the above. Where's Jaron Williams stand right now after you know, basically one year as a starter? Well, I think first of all he proved that there's a side of him that is spectacular. Right? We can't forget the Louisville game. You can't forget that he came in against Pitt and won the game. And he had you know the Florida game as a first time start. I think he was impressive. But it also shows me that. He's got a lot to work on. You got two games that you threw three picks and basically put your your team in a position to lose. You showed some inconsistency and you looked at times that you regressed and then you would uh, go forward and then you'd regress a little bit. So he needs, still needs more work. And I think that when you sign a guy like Van Dyke, who I happened to meet him and, I, and his parents, I was very impressed with him physically. I've watched enough tape on him to realize it's obvious why he was a four-star guy and, and that Miami recruited him. But he's intelligent, and just watching him watch a practice, he's going to come in and try and compete. I mean, he's not here to sit around and learn, and, and that's what you want. I think you, that's what's really been missing at Miami for many, many years is that green tree competition. And whether it comes from a freshman or a fifth-year guy where you want to put the pressure on everybody on that roster to make sure that they're playing at their highest level. And if they're not, you're going to get leapfrogged and somebody else is going to take your job. And Miami hasn't had that threat. And I think it has affected you know the program. And the more competition you get, the better it is. And I, I'm a firm believer that quarterbacks are not exempt. 
I, I was glad to hear Coach Diaz say that it's an open competition between now and the bowl game. It's an open competition at quarterback. May the best guy win. I'm all in on that. I, I really believe that. I don't think that there's anything that should be inherited, and I don't think that there's anything that should be given on the field. We've talked about the Hurricanes for years. We've listened to you talk about the Hurricanes. We know you care and you're passionate. How do you explain and justify the FIU loss, the Duke loss, the feeling like this team has no fight in them. I can't justify it, Omar. I can't justify Miami losing to FIU, just like I couldn't uh, justify when I was a freshman in 1979, we lost to FAMU. In my opinion, the greatest coach, you know, maybe one of the top 10 greatest coaches in college football and Howard Schnellenberger and what he's accomplished. And I was in a locker room that turned into a riot after we lost uh, to to FAMU. And thank God I was on that same team and I got a chance to start a month later when we went to Penn State and maybe the biggest win to date of that program, and we beat them. So I, I, I can't justify losing to FIU. What, I can happened, in that, what happened in that month? Well, I, the, the best thing that happened is that when you look back, if I look back and say, what helped change the program? What helped Howard Schnellenberger gain a grip on his team? It was that loss. Because that loss proved to the kids in that room who were kids at that time, they were mature enough to realize what they had to do to be a great football team, is that if they didn't listen and they didn't buy in and they didn't work at the level they needed to and they didn't buy into the playbook and understand what it takes to be great, what it takes to be great, then you're going to get your butt beat by a subpar opponent. And that's exactly what happened. And and I think a lot of that holds true what happened to FIU. I think you need to give credit to Butch Davis for the game plan that he had, but Miami felt that they could walk into that game and win. You can't do that. You walk in, I'll say this, you walk into Shreveport, Louisiana, at that stadium against La Tech, with that same mindset that you had against FIU, you'll be calling me afterwards and say, why is Miami got a losing season this year? La Tech will run them out of the stadium. It'll happen. So that's my thought. Don, the other thing, a uh, uh, big picture, is for years I've thought guys play too early at Miami and they leave too early at Miami. And, and it, it's, it's happening yep. again. Jonathan Garvin, I, which I don't blame. I don't, Individually, everybody has their individual story. I have no issues with anybody. But to his situation has played out over and over where, uh, you know, he's had a good couple years and he kind of didn't have a good year this year or the year everybody expected. And, and, and he's, and he's going to go into the draft. Is there any way to stop what's going on? on or at least counsel these guys that uh, maybe not playing them early. Look, look, Nick Saban completely different programs playing number one picks only in their senior year because they're so deep. Is, is it just a matter of depth at Miami? You know, Dave, I, I wish I could help solve that problem because I really believe that the NFL, you have to be, every year that you go in older, the better chance you have. So, you know, look what happened to look look what happened to Norton. Kendrick Norton comes out. He was a seventh round pick. If that guy would have stayed, he might have been a fourth round pick. He might have been a third round pick. And Matt McIntyre was, I guess, a fifth. And he came out too early. And Jackson last year, in my opinion, was a fifth. He came out early. And, and I think Garvin, if if Garvin would have had a spectacular year this year, he didn't. He had an average year this year. It, then that's another story. But to come back and get a year older, get the degree. Put yourself in a situation to be a great football player. And I'll tell you who said it. Zach McLeod, who decided to redshirt this year as, as a senior, he put it in perspective to me forever as what a player should do. He's, his quote was, I want to leave the University of Miami the best me I can. I think Shaq Quarterman did that. I believe Michael Pickney did that. And I would say that McLeod's going to come back next year, and you're going to see a guy that's going to have his master's, that's going to be a fifth-year player, that's going to learn another position, that's going to be a captain on a football team, that's going to have a million reasons that he's going to be grateful for that he came back. Now, the one is, of course, if he gets hurt. And they got insurances for that and all those things. But I, I'm with you, Dave. I think Miami, his, the guys have left too early, and we We've got uh, the perfect formula for me in that category is to do what Manny Diaz did this year, and he hadn't gotten credit for this. He redshirted a bunch of guys. You're going to say, where'd this guy come from? Where'd this guy come from? Where'd this guy come from? They were redshirted. And you're going to see guys Saturday that you're going to say, my God, they're going to be freshmen again next year. And he, he helped his case 
by getting about two-thirds of his class, his incoming class, that is going to come in early. So that's like a semester older than everybody else. And, and I'm with you. I wish the kids would stay, especially the ones that are borderline draft picks. All right, we've been talking with Miami Hurricanes Radio Network analyst Don Bailey Jr. Don, great travels to Shreveport. Happy holidays. <laughs> Thank you both very much. <laughs> Nothing better than a flight on Christmas, Don. <laughs> to Shreveport. <laughs> so, I gotta, I, we leave at noon. That's all I can tell you. Wild times to be had in Shreveport. Now, I am from Louisiana, but I'm from South Louisiana, New Orleans. Now, New Orleans and Shreveport may be in the same state, but man, they are a world apart. I think I've only been up that way twice. And both times, who man, casinos, stick to the casinos. If you're making the big trip to Shreveport, I didn't say big Shreveport, I said big trip to Shreveport, enjoy the game. Hopefully the Canes give you tons of reasons to be happy. Try to enjoy the casinos and then, yeah, Shreveport, casinos, Canes, Bulldogs, Hopefully the game will be very good. Of course, you can listen to the pregame, the postgame, the whole game if you don't make the big trip to Shreveport. Not to Big Shreveport, big trip to Shreveport. You can listen to it all right here on 560 The Joe. That is the day after Christmas, Thursday. Kickoff going to be at 4 o'clock. Now, if you are from the Boot State, you have been enjoying this football season in particularly. Up next, Marcus Spears joins the Dan Lebitard Show. Marcus Spears, that's my guy right there. He and I go way back. We both went to LSU together. He talked a little bit about the football season. Here's a taste. The greatest gift the sports world gave us this year was what? Lamar Jackson. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to go Lamar Tigers. Jackson. I thought you were going to go Joe Burrow. No, Lamar Jackson. My man, Marcus Spears, going to drop some football knowledge on you next. Keep it here on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. I figured nothing says Christmas like the loonies. I got five on it. I just do want to play traditional Christmas music. Everybody's doing that. You probably got your fill or you're about to get your fill, so drop a little beat on you because you got to have a little beat during the holiday season. I'm actually, when I get off the air tonight, I'm going to try to make the most of my Christmas Eve. Might run down to Winwood. There's a Christmas pop-up bar at Gramps. Grab a cheap beer there. Then run around to some of the other bars in the Brickell kind of downtown area. I've never been to Mama Tried, Lost Boy, Baby Jane, Better Days, and then try to find any place that is open later in the evening. I know Casola's Pizza is, so that is my fallback. But maybe somewhere along the way I might get some better food or another restaurant. I've called a lot of restaurants today asking them, are you open today? How long are you going to be open for? They're like, no, no, we're closed. I'm like, don't answer the phone if you're closed. But that's neither here nor there. Let's get back into the sports. Dan Lebitard, he, of course, is on vacation, but he's got some very apt fill-ins, and they're talking to my man, Marcus Spears. He and I actually played against each other in high school. He was over at Southern Lab, then went to LSU. We did not play against each other at LSU because I did not play college football. Kind of just didn't happen that way. I did go to school at LSU, and then went to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Once again, did not play against them in the pros because I am 5'10", 130 pounds. No way I could make it in the NFL. They would break me. But my man Marcus Spears, we are still friends to this day. What was he talking about? Talking about Jalen Hurts. He must ball out against LSU this weekend. The LSU fan base, is it too confident? Who is the best in the NFL? Beast Mode back and this year's best sports gift. Marcus Spears has always been a household name. But now, although his Cowboys are letting him down, his Tigers are coming up huge, and he joins us now. I said this question to Tannenbaum. I'll pose it to you, Spears, and I want you to put your objective hat on. If Oklahoma wants to finally be the bride and not the bridesmaid and finally win a dang CFP game, they're going to need what for Christmas? They're going to need that transfer that came from Alabama with all of that experience to play one of the biggest games of his, his life. And I keep telling everybody, I, I know LSU is, is great and everybody's enamored. Jalen Hurts is the wild card because we've seen 
seen him absolutely take over a game. Now, for all intents and purposes, LSU is a better team based on everything we've watched this year, based on the roster going into this game, obviously with the suspensions with Oklahoma, too, in some key spots. But Jalen Hurts is the wild card. He's so difficult to stop. I watched it for years when he was at Alabama. We saw him come back on Baylor from 25 down. He is the wild card. So I think the number one focus is let's not let him beat us. Let's figure out who else on Oklahoma's team can beat us. But that's the wild card. So I know everybody's a little – I'm I'm hearing from LSU fans. I'm talking to them, L. I'm talking to everybody around. There's this level of, of confidence, and you hope it's confidence with an edge as opposed to confidence saying, well, we beat uh, two of the best teams in the country this year, and this should be another walk in the park. I, it's just different when you get the championship-level play. Marcus, uh, Merry Christmas. It's been uh, great working with you this year. Let me ask you this. I, I'm hearing that uh, with the LSU fan base that uh, – they're not even going to Atlanta. They're all saving up so they could go to uh, New Orleans for the championship game. It seems like not just the the player, but the whole fan base is almost taking this yeah. this whole game for granted. That's my hard part, Mike. Team. Merry Christmas to y'all too, as well. UNL LD. Not from my experience. Let me say that. I think you, if you look at it holistically and you look out there on social media and see what fans are saying, you could get that vibe within the building where it's very important. They are taking this very seriously. Here, here's the thing: their model all year has has been be one and oh and they've been able to to lock in and really prepare well in order to play games and put themselves in a position to win and i believe that's the formula for this team this is not talk to a bunch of those guys man and it's not about them trying to represent for lsu past players it ain't about it this is their legacy this is what they want to do everybody's obviously excited about what joe burrow has been able to do excited about clyde it was hilarious the two receivers but the t- the talk from this football team is, is holistic. The defense stepped up the last two weeks of the season um, because they heard the chatter about them not being a dominant defense or being able to hold their, up their end of the bargain. So I'm not really pressed from within the building. It's outside, like you said, Mike T. But you know you're going to have fans like that. And Oklahoma doesn't have a great track record in these situations. I think a lot of people are bringing their history into account when they're thinking about this game. But at the end of the day, Ed Ogeron, this staff with Steve Ensminger and Dave Aranda, and what they've been doing all season long, they're not going to change anything. And that's the word that I've gotten from them verbatim. We're not changing anything. We're preparing to play this game just like we were prepared to play all of the other ones. And we, we're going to take our team out there on the field and we feel like we got a good chance to win and with our play. Look, Spears, maybe the confidence of the Tigers fans is also matched by the confidence of their quarterback. And, like, you know Absolutely. you know that. I'll be the first one, like, to admit that last year I was like, okay, dude, he's already talking in third person. Who even are you? But he believed in himself, and that confidence is in infectious and you know he yeah. just seems like it's one of those seasons with that being said because I do want to switch gears very quickly before we lose you to the NFL because you certainly traffic in both and I love that about you it, there's a clear delineation about who's the best team in the AFC right like we all agree that it's the Ravens the same can't be said for right. NFC in the course of the last three to four weeks it has been the Niners it has been the Saints and after last night it's now the Packers or the sneaky team that right. who do you think is the team to beat in the NFC right now I believe in my heart of hearts it's the Saints, L, because they have Michael Thomas, and obviously I, that goes without mentioning Drew Brees. We've seen them be able to play every type of game. San Fran is hard for me to gloss over, though, because they are so physical. I just think they have they have trouble when they can't successfully run the football, but nobody's been able to kind of deter them away from that for the majority of the season, but the Saints were my Super Bowl pick, so I got to stick with them. I, I just believe you when Drew gets back in these playoffs, along with Sean Payton, based on what happened to them the past couple of years in trying to get to where they want to go, it's going to have an extreme impact on how they perform. And, and that's just just my belief. I look at a defense with, with Cam over there, and you got Lattimore. These guys are like, they har- they hungry, they starving, and they, they are playing almost with that same kind of edge Baltimore is playing with on the other side. They just in a tougher division this year to me. So we'll see, man. But I, I just, the Saints to me, because of Drew, because of Sean Payton, and Michael Thomas should be in the MVP conversation as much as any of these quarterbacks we're talking about. I, I just can't get away from what I believe the Saints can do. How about this, Marcus? Uh, earlier today it was reported about uh, Marshawn Lynch going back and signing yep. from, with uh, Seattle. Just from a player perspective, do you think, I was talking about 
the, the risk of soft tissue injuries. Do you think that's going to be a concern in terms of how quickly he could get into playing shape? Uh, it's all, yeah, Mike, it's, it's a concern for sure, especially at that, at that spot at running back. But the fact that they so decimated in the backfield, man, obviously it makes sense. And you know that from your GM and background, you, you want to get a guy that's familiar with the offense that you run when protection is so important on Russell Wilson. You also want Marshawn Lynch juice going into the playoffs. I, I still believe that there are certain players that can come in and do their thing, maybe in a minimal fashion. Remember C.J. Anderson last year for the Rams, how much of an impact he had down the stretch for them? And I, I'm sure that, that this is kind of in that same vein. Getting a guy that's familiar with what we do, understands what this league is, knows how to take care of his body, and brings a type of attitude to the way they run the ball. Carson is a physical back. like that. The, the Seattle wants that type of player in the back field that's been one of the catalysts for them for a long time obviously when Marshawn was there but I think bringing him back I mean at this point you ain't thinking no soft tissue issue, issue Mike you thinking like hey dude help us get to where we trying to go and make some money along the way and hopefully you can come and give us the, the extra added juice that we need to get it done it's one thing I want to see all right Mike if they get to the damn Super Bowl and they own the one hand the ball off to us Give him the ball. Hey, I'm going to steal from the Get Up ball. Real Fast, Marcus Spears, uh, and in your best hurry up, very quickly, J.J. Watt back at practice today. I mean, this would be, he would be a full almost month or two ahead of schedule if he was to play. You think it's smart to put him back out there in that situation if he says he's good to go? If J.J. say he's good to go, let him go. He's a sophomore, yeah? Like, some of these dudes build different. He's had an injury pass, so, I mean, ain't like you, when you playing this game, you ain't, you protecting to get W's right now. And, you know, being where Houston is, put him in there if he say he's ready. And if he chose, Today ready. Real fast, Mike, because we do got to let uh, Spears go. So I do want to ask him the question we've been asking everyone. And I feel like much like Dan Orlovsky ahead of him, I feel like I know where this answer is going, but I'm going to ask him anyway. You ready? The greatest <laughs> gift the sports world gave us this year was what? Lamar Jackson. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to go Lamar Tigers. Jackson. I thought you were going to go Joe Burrow. No. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson has has been. Lamar Jackson has defied all of the odds that people stacked against him. He's went into an organization and they've embraced him, and he's taken over the NFL. We needed this type of superstar in the NFL. We needed to have a combination of Vic, Allen Iverson, and somebody that's going to do it their own way, unapologetically, and go in and ball out and just disregard every negative thing that people say, but also humble. First, to give credit to people around him, talk about, you know, wearing a shirt, work harder, nobody cares. Like, he's put it together. He's put a year together that's so dynamic. Obviously, I could go Joe Burrow, but I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. I love it. I love that. That's, that's, that's three your, votes that's for – that, yeah, that's three for Lamar, Mike T. Yeah, everyone everyone is feeling him. Listen, the same could be said for everything you just described to, to describe him, to describe you. Spears, you're the best. We love you. You're the jolliest Appreciate man. You give the greatest hugs. And you bring the kind of energy that we're always looking for. So thanks for joining us here on the Dan Lebitard Show. Love you. Merry Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas, right, Marcus. Love y'all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Hope, hope, hope All right. to see you at the old Nat L. You know what I'm saying? I want to see you down there. We can get that, no, that New Orleans, that NOLA clap together. Oh, Louisianians are hoping to do the NOLA clap at the end of football season. Daring to dream the impossible dream. LSU winning the national championship. The Saints winning the Super Bowl right here in Miami. If that happens, I'm going to have to like detox for three weeks. Whole lot of celebrating. Marcus Spears, what a good guy. Like I said, played against him in high school. He was actually a standout tight end at Southern Lab and also a center in basketball. He could have played college basketball, but he chose football, and they transferred him over from tight end to defensive line, and that worked out for him. He ended up having a stellar career, and the Cowboys now having a stellar broadcasting career. Little did he and I know that we both have broadcasting careers when we played against each other in high school. Who was better at basketball? Was it he or I? Oh, it's been too long. Can't remember who was better. No worries, though. Hawk and Crowder, they are celebrating the holidays right now. Luckily, Alex Dono and Rashad Butler, they filled in. They're both from the U, so you know next. They're going to be talking about Miami in the upcoming bowl game, plus spreading some holiday cheer here on the Best of the Joe Show. It's the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and nothing says Merry Christmas like Lionel Richie all night long. Because we're going to be celebrating Christmas all night long. It is, after all, Noche Buena. So you're probably getting ready to stuff your face and just, oh, eat 
enjoy, have fun, have a good time. I got to work a little bit, but need to find a late night place to kind of celebrate a Noche Buena. So if you know of any in the Miami area that are going to be open late, hit me up on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Your suggestions will be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Another reason to love Lionel Richie, his daughter, Nicole Richie. Woo! One of my top hot messes. I love hot messes. I really do. I watched a movie last night on Netflix by the name of, oh, what was it called? Bad Connection or Bad Whatever. It's about a guy who met a girl on Tinder, and then she just was a hot mess. Like, she wasn't really a stalker, but she was crazy and wild and out of control, and he kept trying to get away from her. And the whole movie, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? No, don't don't get away from her. Get closer to her. You want a wild, crazy, out-of-control girl like that. Why do I like that? I don't know. Maybe it fits my personality a little better, but hot messes are great. And just hearing Lionel Richie right now got me thinking about Nicole Richie. Hmm. Hmm. Exciting. Someone that likes to celebrate a lot all night long, Channing Crowder. He's been celebrating all day and all night long. So is Hawk. I've actually seen pictures of Hawk on Facebook. He's out at the beach right now, or was out at the beach earlier today. Christmas Eve at the beach. Gotta love living in South Florida. Those two, obviously all day and all night long, going to be filling their bellies with good food and their livers with whatever else is good or bad in the world. But Alex Dono, luckily, stepped it up with Rashad Butler and Alejandro Solana to bring us some great stuff this afternoon. They got the holiday spirit going with the U, not really giving us a holiday gift when it comes to QB, at least not yet. Could Tate Martell be a Christmas miracle? And these are good, not hungover headlines. Yes! Merry Christmas, happy holidays to all. Yeah, I love the Christmas theme music. Solana bringing it strong. Alex Dono alongside Rashad Butler for a Christmas yes, Eve sir. edition of the Hawk and Crowder Show. Rashad, how you doing, my man? It's been a minute. I am great. You know what? Solana just got me like in a great mood because <laughs> it's Michael Jackson, and who I doesn't love, love Michael Jackson on Christmas? <laughs> this is, this young is Jackson right 5, here. right? Yes, this is old school. Michael. Yes. Kicking it old school. He is. You got to make sure, Solana, you get me uh, not only uh, the burrito song later, but do you have Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey? Do we have that? I don't think we have that, but I can try to find it. We got to find that. Italian Christmas donkey. I got a little get a little bit of that in my life. Rashad, I uh, on Christmas Eve, I, I would prefer to keep it in the positive spirit of the season, but we are just one day removed from Festivus, so I, I guess we could open with a little grievance. Okay. And, you know, you and I both love the Canes. You played uh-huh. for the Canes. I I'm an armchair quarterback for the Canes. have been so for, for many, many years. Manny Diaz addressed the media this morning. They had an 11 a.m. news conference uh, from the walk-on Independence Bowl in Shreveport, which takes place on Thursday. I'll be working pregame. You'll be working postgame for that. Josie Gacky will be on the call. I really expected there to be an announcement this morning of the starting quarterback for Miami on Thursday. Okay. Uh, that was the anticipation that this morning would be Manny Diaz's opportunity to announce a starting quarterback. Instead, Diaz said he wanted to see another practice he wanted to go through practice today before making that decision like it's just I man I feel like I'm living in the twilight zone like you go back Rashad to uh-huh. November 9th was okay. when Miami beat up Louisville uh-huh. at Hard Rock Stadium that was you know a week after the Florida State game where Jaron played lights out against Florida State played lights out against Louisville and you know you go back to mid-November and you're thinking like we have an unquestioned starting quarterback like we have Correct. found our guy like his game is uh it's elite like at that time Jaron Williams looked like he would be Miami's unquestioned starter for possibly years to come and the fall from grace for for him in that position I mean both he and Nikosi Perry played in the Duke game, and both of them played played poorly, really, really poorly. I agree. Like to go from in mid-November thinking you've got your unquestioned elite starting quarterback to now it's kind of a toss-up at this point between Jaron Williams, Nikosi Perry, and even Tate Martell is back in the mix for mm-hmm. a game against Louisiana Tech at the walk-on Independence Bowl. Like, how did we get here? The last few weeks of the season. And I'm not surprised at the comments that Manny Diaz said as far as being undecided still on a starting quarterback because the past few weeks of the season has just been musical cheers. 
at that position. So it comes again as no surprise to me that here we are a day before the game and it is once again musical cheers at that yeah. position. Yeah, I got to say I uh I'm not expecting this to happen. I hear you. And <laughs> I hear you. Y- you know what I'm going to say? I'm mm-hmm. not expecting this to happen and this may not even be like the best decision for Mandy Diaz to make, but I'd kind of like to see Tate Martell get a shot in this bowl game like at this point it's like it's not like Jaron Williams the way he closed out the year and Nikosi Perry the way he closed out the year have earned any sense of entitlement but then at the same time it's like Tate Martell missed the you know didn't didn't play quarterback all year missed a bunch of games for personal reasons took all the oh so it's not like it's not like Tate Martell has earned anything but at the same time it's like it's not like either of the other two have earned a starting job so maybe at this point where you have you know a, a six and six bowl matchup again Louisiana Tech and the walk-ons Independence Bowl as a fan I'm looking at this and saying you know what maybe throw Tate Martell out there and see if he can make something happen in a game I I don't expect Manny Diaz to do it Mm -hmm. but it's not completely impossible because we have seen Tate Martell getting reps in practice and competing for this in practice so maybe there's an outside shot listen at this point it doesn't hurt but I do know this I think that you have to put the best quarterback on the field as far as what you see in practice and if Tate Martell is that guy then put Tate Martell on the field if Tate Martell isn't then you put the best guy on the field whether it's Nikosi Perry or uh Jaron Williams one or the other I'll tell you though all of this uh quarterback indecision um is pretty strong message being sent to Tyler Van Dyke that he's uh-huh. got an opportunity next yeah, year like yeah he has got an opportunity in what might end up being an open competition to win that starting job mm-hmm. straight up so so that to me is compelling let's go to Alex Solana Alejandro Solana I'm assuming since it's Christmas Eve we have a, a very festive edition of headlines today guys today is Christmas Eve it is all right. That's it. That that's that's <laughs> is, is that all the headlines or just the first of many it. headlines? That's the first of many, but I don't know. You said you wanted it to be festive and I didn't prepare for festivity, <laughs> so I felt like I had to come out of the box strong. I, you did. You came you, out of the box strong. You, Better than yesterday. I heard you yesterday and like you had just gotten off a cruise ship and came straight here. Like you sounded half dead yesterday, Yeah, Solana. I was uh I was not doing well yesterday. I <laughs> I feel like I'm doing much better today. You, you, you know, Solana, I love it. You're a man of a few words. Very very much like uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, Marshawn Lynch, who's back? <laughs> a man, a few words. Let's, is that one? Is that one of your headlines, Solana? Let's start it right there, yes. Rashad. Great way to start. Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, and the Seattle Seahawks have agreed to a deal only for this season, though. What kind of shape is he in? You think? I mean, he hasn't played at all this year. No, right. We 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 know my man loves to eat some Skittles. Uh huh. We do. You know, he did pass his physical, so Correct. I guess that tells you something. <laughs> but you know, it, it would be so Marshawn Lynch for him just to show up week seventeen and like off some big runs and like would run be. for 150. Like it would be so Marshawn Lynch. The folklore. Just to, just, yeah, right. Just yeah. to show up and cause another earthquake like he did that time against the Saints. Listen, I swear to me, Marshawn Lynch is turning into Paul Bunyan. He really is. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, in my eyes. And the other part of that story, Solana, is they're also bringing back Robert Turbin. This is like being back in 2012. Yeah. When I used to have the fantasy handcuff where I would I would always draft Marshawn Lynch and then Robert Turbin in the later rounds. Mm-hmm. So if Marshawn had to miss a game, you could slot Robert Turbin. Yeah, and that was smart. Like, that was like 2012 and 2013. Like it's 2019, yeah. and we're, we're turning back the clock now we with are. these guys. Also, a big headline. I should have started off with this, guys, but, I mean, the Marshawn is, is big news as well. But the Miami Heat have improved to 22 and 8 they yeah. beat Utah last night yes. 107 to 104 I was there I did see that I did see a, a picture of a couple of the guys here at the Correct. station down uh-huh. in Hyde we had a good time a pic of the boys that was the caption Dono I they, just, le- they left you out of it they there. left me out of it nobody let me know that uh, the boys were downstairs <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there we got you next time oh man it, and and by the way somebody already texted in uh, Derek Jones Jr. made Rudy Gobert look like Ooh. Alex Dono with that poster jam last night I mean, how tall is Rudy Gobert 7'3 Seven two seven two seven three and and the best part about that dunk and I expect stuff like that from DJJ because he does it over and over again. But even Derek Jones Jr. like couldn't believe he did that over Absolutely. Rudy Gobert. Like he like put his <laughs> hand. It's like did did I just do that to Rudy Gobert? That was unbelievable.
The Heat host Indiana on Friday at 8 p.m. Unfortunately for the Florida Panthers, they did not have the same fate against Tampa Bay. They fell 6-1 to one in Tampa. The Cats are off until this upcoming Saturday. They'll host the Detroit Red Wings 7 p.m. from the BB&T Center. Yeah, Rashad, last night was just one of those games. Like I'm sure you had some of those playing in the NFL as well where just from the first couple of minutes, you know we just don't have it Absolutely. today, right? Mm-hmm. Where Tampa Bay last night, they scored the opening goal 41 seconds into the hockey game and then the Panthers were playing catch up the entire way it's just one of those games where you know you see it in every sport I know Solana sees like his Uruguay team sometimes (laughs) just have those days Nacional where it's just not your night like Florida Panthers gave up the opening goal within the first minute last night it it was all downhill from there you know it's funny I'm I'm laughing because I remember one year when we played the Vikings uh in Houston the very first play of the game Adrian Peterson took took it like 80 yards Jeez. and that in that day turned out to be a long day for us <laughs> yeah sometimes you could just set the yeah, tone from, you like, knew it. from the first play it's crazy anything yeah. else Solana yeah guys and finally Disney was responsible for 80 percent of the top box office hits this year hmm, okay because they get all those Marvel and Star Wars movies I mean, it's yeah. just stealing money like they're not even stealing money it's printing money I agree have you seen The Last Jedi not yet not I, yet. I saw it on Sunday night. How do you like um, it? I, I thought it, it was fine. Okay. Um, it, it was uh, it was entertaining. Okay, I like that. I, just, I kind of felt like, and, and I'm I'm a real Star Wars geek. Same here. Okay, so so you're you'll probably have like a couple of issues with just like because it's it's made for it's made so 20 billion people will see the movie and, and enjoy it. Like it's gotcha. not really made for the Star Wars mm-hmm. nerds. But I do think though, and and Solana, I don't know if you've seen it yet or if you care to see it, but I do get a little bit annoyed with the way that some of like the real Star Wars nerds complain so much about this movie because. You have to understand, like, Disney is trying to make a a hundred bajillion billion dollars off of this film. They can't make it for all the geeks. They're making it for everyone. And that's what they did with this film. So I thought it was fine. Okay. Any weather? Guys, today it is 73, partly cloudy tonight. The low will drop to 60. Tomorrow, Christmas Day, will have a high of 80 and a low of 71. And on Thursday, the 26th, the day UM plays Louisiana Tech, yeah. the high will be 79, the low 72. Yeah, standards. it was. That was a great job. He, like, he didn't was tell excellent. me. Yeah, but he left out stuff like the air quality, <laughs> visibility, how many degrees Kelvin is it right now? Air quality is good, by the way. I will say that. Uh, and UV index. Right now, we're at three. We'll track it back here in the oh, weather. Nice. Place. See, that, that's what so, I wanted. I, I'm here for the obscure weather stats. I love it. And then later in the show, we all revealed our top five Christmas movies of all time. I can't speak for Alex Dano, Rashad Butler, or Alejandro Solana, but I think my list was pretty good. In at number five, A Christmas Carol, the old school version. Just, it feels Christmas. Then Home Alone at number four. Then kind of takes that darker turn because I'm kind of dark like that. I had to go with Scrooged. Second, Die Hard. The number one, one of my all-time favorite movies. I can watch it year-round. Kind of want to be the main character in an odd, weird way. Bad Santa. Yeah, Bad Santa. I want to be Willie. Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. I watched it the other night. 12-pack of beer. Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton. Dan Day. Ah, oh, so, so, so beautiful. If you want to listen to our top five lists of Christmas movies, real simple, all you have to do, download the podcast. Not just for this show, but for any of the shows you hear on 560 The Joe, for free, wherever you get your podcast, the radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. I've also got some things on my Twitter page, at Dan Day Radio, about the podcast and my top five all-time Christmas movies. Now, you're probably saying, Alex Dono. Rashad Butler, Alejandro Solana, great. But I still need some Hawk and Crowder in my life. They're on vacation. I don't have to take a vacation from them, do I? No. You see what I do every Friday? I put together Hawkman highlights, Crowder crowd pleasers, kind of the week that was, the best of the week from the Hawkman and Crowder show. If you missed it on Friday, of course, you can always download the podcast or you can just open up your ears and listen to it right now. Crowder crowd pleasers. Keep drinking the chocolate yoo-hoo. That's why you have man boob. Man boob. Man boobs. Hawkman highlights. You know, you're not an adult until you've really taken a big gulp of sour milk. Mm-mm-mm, delicioso. You don't know what a young offensive defensive lineman, you don't know if they got that damn, that killer in them to go out there and fight with these grown-ass gorillas that be out on this field whooping ass every Sunday. Going Am I allowed to, to say that? 
No, you can't, I can't say, say that. that. I can say it. I'm just checking. Hot. Hot can highlight. This is doo-doo, baby. Dan, you, you, would, you would snort my ashes if I died? You don't even have to ask. You know I would. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you. Whoa, what was that? Mount Rushmore of cracks. Mount Rushmore of cracks. Did you see uh, Lizzo at the Lakers game? This is doo-doo, baby. Hawkman highlights. Dinosaur is not a flavor. <laughs> Ooh, highlight. A freaking laser. Lucid Dreams was the hit. How's it go? Lucid Dreams. You don't know. <laughs> Lucid <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? No, you can't, I can't say, say that. that. I can say it. You I'm just checking. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm pleased. Man boobs. That's what I'm talking about. Once again, you can download that and all the podcasts from all the shows on this radio station. I'm going to say it one more time. WQAM.com, radio.com app, or wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. It is Christmas Eve, I know. Noche Buena, big thing down here in South Florida. I'm originally from South Louisiana. I guess really the big Christmas Eve tradition is down near New Orleans at a place called Letcher, Louisiana. You can go, Jarvis Landry actually from Letcher, Louisiana, who used to play for the Dolphins, to the levee, Mississippi River levee, and they burn huge bonfires to light the way for Santa Claus or Papa Noel, as we call him in South Louisiana, the French way to find his way. Huge bonfires. Of course, there's huge amounts of drinking done, and every once in a while someone falls into the fire, and it's not the best Noche Buena ever. But that's kind of the Cajun tradition. Lutcher, Louisiana, the levee, Mississippi River, big old bonfires, and large amounts of alcohol. It's a wonder the Cajuns are even still in existence. Something else that's wonderful The Dolphins, they've kind of treated us this season, although you might want them to tank and lose and do this and that. They've won four games. A lot of people cannot hardly believe it. Nothing captured the can't-believe Dolphins than when Christian Wilkins, a defensive player, big at that, caught his first NFL touchdown this past weekend. Let's listen to the call. Wilkins playing the spot. Give him the football, man. Play action fake, flip it out. Wilkins, touchdown! Oh. No, he dropped it. He dropped the football. They're going to give it to him. They gave it to him, though. He, he recovered it. He crossed the goal line with the ball in his Cincinnati hands. stopped on the play. They thought it was an incomplete pass. The official goes, no, that's a touchdown. As he spun into the end zone, the defender knocked the ball loose, and Wilkins jumped on top uh, of it. He's fired up. Michael Thomas better watch out. Christian Wilkins coming for his records. This is what Christian Wilkins had to say about catching his first NFL TD. I've always felt, they always say the more you can do in this league. And, um, you know, I feel like I could, I could do a little bit of everything. But, no, I'm definitely just humbled and, uh, you know, excited to have scored my first touchdown today. I mean, it was fun. I mean, I had to, I did a great job of reading the coverage, getting fitting right in between two guys. I had the option route right there, so I either could have came in or out. And I was like, now nah, I'm going to go out. Uh, you know, fits through me, nice, nice catchable pass. You know, just turned and scored. I got style points for the one-handed catch, but lost points for the ball security. So, um, I mean, it, it is what it is, but I'll, I'll definitely take it. Sounds like he's been there before. I like that confidence. Now, someone else that has a lot of confidence is not just Jimmy Butler, but the whole entire Miami Heat team. They just keep winning, 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 especially at home. The league's best record at home, 13-1. and They extended that last night by putting a hurting on Utah. When I say a hurting, there are no cheap wins in the NBA. Here's some of the highlights from that game. Live from American Airlines Arena in Miami, it's the NBA with your Miami Heat playing host to the Utah Jazz. Good evening, everyone. Mike Ingles here with my partners, Ruth Riley Hunter. Dragic, high right side for Miami. Bounce pass Butler to the rim. Got the layup, and he is fouled by Ingles, and he goes to the line for the three-point play. Now, there's this great synergy between Goran and Jimmy. You don't have to call a play there. They just know and have the same instincts reading the game. Dragic right side to Butler. Butler alley-oop inside. Myers Leonard fills the lane. And a two-head jam by Leonard. Just a monster jam down the middle of the lane. Nice lob pass by Butler to set him up. Tata nowhere to go. Finds Bam. Bam spins inside. What a move and a layup and in. 
Oh, spun around George's Yang like he was a fire hydrant. Just a beautiful pose move by Bam. Great reverse pivot into a spin. A nice finish with a left. Wow. None passes the ball to no one in particular, but Derek Jones Jr. Oh, how did he slam that on Gobert? My goodness, even he's putting his hands on his head. Airplane mode. Woo! Just a monster two-hand slam over the best rim protector in the league. Impressive flight by Derek Jones Jr. Hero will get it timeline and over. Puts the three out. Got it! Oh, my! There's guts galore by the rookie. The Heat by five. Like you called for them to get hot from deep. The young fella putting one in for you. Oh, my. Dragic turns the left side. Dragic goes under the basket. Dragic out on that left wing. Step back. Three on the way. Got it! Goran Dragic did the complete 360. Nice screen by Bam. He just kept driving. Defender dropped off, and he pulled up from three. 0.7 seconds left. Miami inbounds, and that is going to be the ball game. So good defense by Miami as the defense wins the ball game in this one for them in the fourth quarter. Final score, Miami 107, Utah 104. Airplane mode flying high. That was just filthy. Gotta love it. Miami Heat. Woo, feeling the heat. Transitioning to college basketball on this day in 1982 was basically the birth of the Maui Invitational when Chaminade, with only 850 students, defeat number one Virginia 77-72, thus pretty much being the inception of the Maui Invitational. I don't know why you wouldn't want to go to Maui and play basketball, but that kind of just spurred it to go a little bit further. And speaking of college basketball... Analyst Jay Billis is celebrating his 56th birthday, so why not give him a little time? He and Chauncey Billups talking about who I hope will be my man, if he can ever get on the court, Zion Williamson. Shot 82% in transition, the highest player efficiency rating in the last 10 years. They've only been keeping that for 10 years, higher than even Anthony Davis, who is a spectacular superstar in the NBA. He's got star written all over him, really superstar written all over him. I just love, I love the fact that he's just such a good teammate, man. So humble. Um, you could tell that he was raised right. Two parents in his home that obviously discipline was involved in that. He said his mom is his toughest coach. How about that? Oh, yeah. Have mama behind you. It's always going to be good. Let's get back to the heat because they are hot as the heat, even though it's not really that hot right now here in South Florida, although it's still always pretty hot. Jimmy Butler talking about his teammate, Bam Adebayo both been playing at a very high clip. Not always about making shots, as he knows, as we know. Um, but he does everything. So even if he continued to miss a couple shots, he was still going to change the way, uh, change the game in a numerous amount of ways. But uh, he knows that we need him to be aggressive, look for your shot, um, and just play the way that you've always been playing, knowing that um, we have a, a team full of guys that's going to pick up the slack anyways. The Heat not going to be playing on Christmas Day, but there is a full slate all day long tomorrow. Also, the Best of the Joe Show going to be on double tomorrow from 6 to 7, then from 7 to 8. So won't you please tune in? Won't you please download the app? Won't you please stalk me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio? And won't you please have a very good Noche Buena, Merry Christmas, and not to mention Happy Hanukkah. I am Dan Day. Once again, this is the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.